you know, when you get to the Passover, so many people think, well, you get to the Passover Seder, you go back to, to all right, we're going back to Egypt, right? We're looking mm, at the, the Passover, world. right? Yeah. You're, you're kind of in the middle of the story. So it's, I think it's good if you're going to talk about Passover. Let's go back to the very beginning. Mm. Don't start in the book of Exodus. Flip back one more book. Go back to Genesis. It's the book of, literally, the, the word there is beginnings, Bereshit. So in the Hebrew Bible, the, the book of beginnings, where Moses sets the stage, or he gets to be on the stage, if you will. So some of you like to do the opposite, too. Do you, you're a big reader. Do you ever go to the last part of a book and look at the ending just to see how things are going to end before you read it? No, I don't ever do you that. You're not one of those? Okay. <laughs> a lot of people like to do that. Just, I read the back cover a little bit. Yeah, yeah I just want to yeah. know, is it going to uh-huh. end? I, I just always remember the we when Corey was young, we were watching... A perfect storm, and she's watching this mm-hmm. whole movie with me, and we're watching it. And if you, it's a true story, right? Everyone dies. Yeah. And so, and the movie ends. She gets up, walks in, and shuts the door in her bedroom, and she's gone for a long time. And comes out and says, "Don't ever do that to me again." I said, "Do what?" She said, "They all die." I said. It's a true story. I said, I can't change the story. He said, there'll be a bunch of movie where everyone dies because it's kind of a sad ending, right? Right. So our ending is wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, as you're reading different parts of the story, it does look like it's. it looks kind of bad. <laughs> if you join him in the middle of Egypt, they're enslaved. They're, they're, it's a terrible situation. There are all kinds of things where they're in the desert and this and that. So sometimes it's good to take a peek at the end before you go back to the beginning. So let's look at the beginning and the ending here, right? It's a complicated story anyway, so it's a good to take this peek. Revelation 19, let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding. What's Passover about? Mm. It's about the lamb, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So the wedding of the lamb has come. Oh, so first the lamb's being killed here, but then there's a wedding for the lamb. So he gets better. Good. So the wedding of the <laughs> lamb has come, and his bride, ooh, hey, has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, given to her to wear. Yeah. So uh, already you know what looks like a really bad story for the lamb turns out really, really well. And these followers of the lamb seem like they're doing pretty good, too. Angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice, he judges and wages war. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses, dressed in white linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter, he treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. So, Passover ends really dramatically one day. <laughs> the Bible tells us that Jesus is the Lamb and the Bridegroom. Christians who follow Yeshua Jesus are his bride. The wedding supper includes the Passover meal that this world will end and God will create a new world. Yeah. So let's look at the foundation of the new heavens and earth. See, it's, it's more fun to go to the beginning of this book and read it now. <laughs> the ending is really cool. So the bride. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and a new earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Yeah. 
So we end up really well in the story. On earth, we see death. We see Passover. But in heaven, there's a wedding. Mm. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come. His wife has made herself ready. And he said to me, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the lamb. So we know that creation was God making children, but ultimately making a bride. So Jehovah, in this Genesis 2, so Jehovah Elohim caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs, then closed up the place with flesh. Then Jehovah Elohim made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and brought to her to the man. So the word sleep and dead in the Bible are often used uh, euphemistically or interchangeably. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will wake. Right? They're dead, right? Those to everlasting life, but the others to disgrace and everlasting God. Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. Well, actually, he's dead. So that may waken him out of his sleep. So it's, it's a euphemism, right? So the, the words, same way in, that, when they're in the deep sleep. So as I heard a voice from heaven saying, right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, so they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow with them. So, again, you're using this, exchanging these two words here. So, in that verse in Genesis, so Jehovah Elohim caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. Likewise, Adam is not dead. He's just sleeping. But he represents Jesus on the cross who dies, literally. Mm. Here you have the very first shadow or picture of Passover and the cross. When God overshadows Adam, God removes a rib from Adam's side and makes Eve. 4,000 years later, that shadow would become real when a spear pierces the side of Jesus, the second Adam, and the blood and water gush out representing his bride, the church, coming forth. Hmm. From the medical perspective, hypovolemic shock causes fluid to gather in the sac around your heart and around the lungs. From the founding of the church perspective, this is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, he did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and the three are in agreement. That's First John chapter 5. So there's a lot of symbolism going on yeah. here, right? Shedding of blood for the forgiveness of sins, water baptism into his death. The water also has a symbol of birth. Water breaks and, and a baby comes forth. But the main point is Jesus birthed the church with the spirit the foundation of the world that the verse was speaking about when jesus was slain points back to a rib being removed from adam to create eve the mm. bride the reality came on the cross four thousand years later so creation and redemption is all about creating a bride for the son of god and so when revelation says the lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world you look back and you go what and there's all these pictures mm -hmm. that tie in with Passover that explain that thing. Passover and the cross are all about the wedding of God creating a bride for his son. You see, he's not creating you to be a follower. He's creating you to be his bride. Yeah. If you could see through God's eyes, you would be seeing the cake and the dress and all, and all the rest <laughs> of the stuff. But we can't see it like that, right? But here's what Isaiah's. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting Isaiah one day. I think he had such a great vision and ability to write and sing. So Isaiah 54. For your maker is your husband. Say that. My maker is my husband. My maker 
is my husband. Now, it follows that with the, his name, Yehovah Zavuat, which is uh, either God Almighty or the Lord of hosts, the Lord of angels. So your maker is your husband, Yehovah Zavuat, the Almighty God is his name and your redeemer or your goel your redeemer is the holy one of israel he is called the god of the whole earth hmm. your maker is your husband that's a pretty important significant part of the passover story that you normally wouldn't hear yeah and come up next i one of my favorite parts of uh, the I think everybody's if you watch the Exodus, it's the Exodus. It's the journey out, right? It's when they're all leaving. Uh, just the music is powerful, but there's two different leavings, two different Exoduses. I'm gonna walk you through those two over the next couple of breaks.